Bavabasra, Paragimel, Mishnah Dalad, 3-4. Let's understand this mission. We need a bit of background uh, because this deals with Adam Zomamin. Now, Adam Zomamin are conspiring witnesses that are shown to have been um, dishonest in their testimony in a very specific way. We're not, we, the story is that there are two witnesses. We'll call them Ernie and Bert because they're a bunch of jokers. They're Muppets, these guys. Um, and they are trying to give some false testimony regarding our our defendant. We'll call him Johnny, innocent little Johnny. And they can be claiming Johnny is liable to pay, uh, you know, money, 100 shekels for something he stole or broke or whatever. Um, or they can even saying something else like, you know, Johnny deserves to be executed for even Mechal Shabbos, whatever the story is. Now, so they are, if they are shown to be Adam Zoman, conspiratory witnesses, which means that two other witnesses, we'll call that that pair the Justice League because they're fighting for truth. So the Justice League witnesses show up and they don't just contradict what Ernie and Bert said. The Justice League witnesses say, um, Ernie and Bert, you guys could not give that testimony that you gave and it cannot be true because you were with us elsewhere in Honolulu at the time of um, the the event in question, and therefore your testimony simply couldn't be true. You're not capable of testifying because you're with us elsewhere. Okay? So in specific in that case, not just simply hakasha, not just simply that they're being contradicted by the Justice League, but rather the Justice League is saying they couldn't get testimony because they weren't there. Those are called Adam Zoman. And if the Bezdin had accept their testimony, um, so they had were Nigmar then they resolved in their like based on that testimony, but they didn't yet carry out the din. Um, so then the Pasik specifies that Vasisam Lo Kasher Zamam then you will do to Ernie and Bert what they had to conspire to do to their fellow Jew, poor little innocent Johnny. Okay? So that means if they were going to be Machaev, Johnny's pay $100. So now Ernie and Bert each will pay $50 to Johnny for a total of 100 Okay, that's the gist of Adam Zoman. Now, uh, the rule is for Adam Zoman to be effective, besides for the various, you know, points I just made. It's also in sort of an all-or-nothing proposition. It has to be that the entire testimony is Huzam is shown to be, you know, conspiratory, meaning that when the Justice League comes, they can't just say, Ernie was with us in Honolulu. We don't know about Bert. They have to show that, they have to claim that Ernie and Bert both are Adam Zoman, okay? If it would just be Ernie who was an Aid Zomem, so to speak, so then... Okay, now there's only one, just Bert's testimony still around. That's not enough. And therefore, the Bezin would not find their favor because you don't have a sufficient testimony from one witness. Um, but even if we show that Ernie was bad news, still Ernie wouldn't have to pay, you know, let's say 50 or something. No, it doesn't work like that. Okay? It's sort of all or nothing. So that's the all or nothing issue when it comes to Adam Zoman. It's learned from Sukkim. Fine. Now, there's a separate, separate um, principle, another kind of all-or-nothing principle, which applies to Edith's testimony in general. The Buzzik says, Al pi shnei edim, you decide the halachic facts based on the testimony of two witnesses, and based on their two, the two witnesses, the Buzzik says, I'm skipping a couple words, yakum davar, the matter is um, established. So, in the court of in the Bezdin, so whatever two witnesses say, that's accepted to be real, and that makes it like, that establishes the fact for the Bezdin. Now, the drusha there on that word is yakum davar, you'll uphold the matter, but it's a matter, a whole matter, davar, but not half a matter. So that means, 
that Eidos testimony has to um, describe one full entire halachic phenomenon. It can't be just a partial. And you can't like sort of cobble together two half testimonies to get a whole testimony. You have to testify about a, about a whole halachic fact, I'll call it. Okay, so it's another all-or-nothing proposition. But our mission is going to say that the nature of the definition of what it means to be all-or-nothing is different when it comes to Adam Zomin than when it comes to the necessity to testify about a whole fact. Um, the standard is lower when it comes to the the Adis general whole fact. And the, where that's going to come to play in our Mishnah is, in the context of our of our parak here, is that we've said, in order to establish Chazkas Abatim, to establish the you know, um, presumption of ownership, so a person, the Machsik, needs to be present and exploiting the property for three years. So, we need to get testimony from witnesses that say that he indeed consumed, you know, the payrolls, the properties, income, or fruit, whatever it is, harvest, for three separate years. And if that is in conjunction with no objection from the Marakama until now, so then we will now say we'll assume that indeed the current Machsik, the current person who's on the premises, is the rightful owner. So we need three years of testimony, testimony regarding three years of consumption. So it turns out, as Mitch is going to say, that if we have three pairs of witnesses, one regarding year one, a second pair regarding year two, and a third pair regarding year three. So even though you need to put all three of those testimonies together to get to the basic point that this person has a chazaka, the machzik has a chazaka being there three years. So nevertheless, each year's testimony stands on its own. That's a halachic davar, a whole matter that you could have testimony. So it means you could have a test, one, you could have three pairs of witnesses for three separate years, that's going to be acceptable. But if the witnesses are conspiring to uh, make the, the machzik, he's our Johnny now, um, be, uh, be guilty, so uh, what's happening, or let's say, let's even make it simpler, let's say they're making, they're, they're saying, whatever, so then, then um, the, they, it's all or nothing, meaning it has to be either all three pairs of witnesses are conspiring to effect this this change of chazaka, or none of them. If they are only some of them conspiring, not others, or some are shown to be conspiratory, Adam Zomba, not others, so then we, of course, will have lost the testimony, and we will not accept this chazaka, but we won't have um, the all-or-nothing proposition fulfilled that we would carry out the kasher zamam, making these um, conspirators, the lying witnesses, um, pay a penalty. Okay? So that's the point of revision, therefore, that the sort of the asymmetry between the all or nothing proposition of, of a davar, a halachic fact, and all or nothing um, the requirements for establishing a chazakam three separate years, which brings up some funny sort of uh, outcomes. And the mission is going to highlight those outcomes. So it says, if you have one pair of witnesses, Ernie and Bert, that testify that the current machzik consumed the, pro- the produce for three consecutive years, and then it turns out that the Just League impugns those Ernie and Bert, showing that they were lying because they were with the Just League guys in Honolulu. So then, So then, the Ernie and Bert need to pay the full would-be damages they would have caused. Let's assume that the field was worth $6 million. They're giving testimony, which is going to end up um, allowing the the machzik to get the field. 
So that means that the Marakam would have lost his $6 million field. So then these two guys, Ernie and Bert, have to each pay $3 million towards to uh, the Marakama as a penalty, besides the fact that the Marakama gets his field back. But um, Ernie and Bert have to pay $3 million each for a total of 6 Okay? Now, if it's Shnaim Shono, Shnaim B'Shniyo, Shnaim B'Shlishis, Mishalman B'Nehem. If you have, excuse me, Mishalshin B'Nehem. Uh, so the Mishalshin means like divide in thirds amongst themselves. So the idea is, if you have three pairs of Adam Zomen, okay, Ernie and Bert A, Ernie and Bert B, Ernie and Bert C, so then if the Just League guys come and impugn all of them, or even three different Just League A talks about Ernie and Bert A, and so on, so the B and C, that they were elsewhere at the time, so then, and they couldn't, they were away for the entire harvest season, so they couldn't have testified regarding the harvesting, so then these three pairs of witnesses will have to uh, give their penalty of the $6 million to Marakama, meaning all three of the pairs, meaning all six of the Adam Zomen, will each have to give $1 million to the Marakama, besides from getting back his $6 million field. Now, there's a separate rule altogether, which is that you can't, witnesses can't be related. So you can't have two brothers being witnesses. But since we're saying that there's a, each of the three years stands alone in terms of the halachic davar, so you actually could have three brothers testify regarding three separate years. So our setup here in the Mishnah is, you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, okay? And um, they're going to testify about years one, two, and three. And you have another person, we'll just call him Moshe, and Moshe uh, can pair up. Moshe could testify with Reuven regarding year one, and Moshe could testify with Shimon regarding year two, and Moshe could testify with Levi regarding year three, so you have three years of testimony, okay? So that would work, and the Chiddush there for starters is that even though they're brothers, they could testify in this matter because they're testifying about three separate discrete things because each year stands alone in terms of the testimony being a thing. So says the Mishnah, if you have Shlosha Achim, three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, the Echad Mitzarf Imahen, and one other guy who joins up with them. So you have Moshe who's teaming up with these three. Hare Elu Shalosh Edios. So the testimony with Moshe and Reuven for your one, Moshe and Shimon for your two, Moshe and Levi for your three, stand as three separate testimonies, um, and meaning that they're all accepted and everything's acceptable. But if Vehein Edus Achas Lahazama, if Justice League guys show up and testify that these guys, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Moshe are all Adam Zomen. They all were with elsewhere with the justly guys for the relevant years, um, and therefore they couldn't give testimony. So then um, they will become Adam Zomen. But it's an all-or-nothing proposition. So I mean, again, if if the justly guys just say that it's Moshe who was an Adam Zomen, he was away all these years, that wouldn't be enough to make anyone have to pay. But if the justly guys can show that all four of them are Adam Zomen, then they all have to pay, which would mean that Reuven pays a million, Shimon pays a million, Levi pays a million, and Moshe would pay three million, because he was in three separate testimonies, three million to the Marakama for a total of six, and he gets his field back as well.